Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, I declare this morning that my soul is thirsty. My soul is thirsty, Lord, to know you. My soul is thirsty, Lord, to, uh, to be in your presence this morning. Lord, you are the one who can still the raging tempest. You are the one that can satisfy the longing in my soul. Lord, the longing for fellowship. The longing, Lord, to, to be with you. Lord, you are the only one that can satisfy the longing and the craving in my soul. So this morning, I give you praise. This morning, I magnify you as the King who is worthy of praise, worthy of adoration. This morning, I join the holy angels to declare that you are holy, that you are holy, that you are holy this morning, Father. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, as we see the sun rise, we know the word declares that it is proved that you are faithful. So this morning I declare that you are a faithful God. You watch over your word to keep them. Lord, you are faithful. Scripture says you cause your son to come down, your blessings to come down, both on the rich and the poor, both upon the wicked and good. Lord, you are faithful. You are not a man. And I acknowledge you this morning. Be glorified, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Once again, in your presence, we ask, Lord, Help us to enjoy our fellowship here again today. Lord, bless us in your presence. Cause us to hear you speak to us today in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. All right. So good morning. Good morning. Big day. Good day to everyone who is joining into devotion this morning. Uh, this is Murphy Ayenike sharing devotion with you. We've been reading through the book of Psalms, and I tell you, it has been interesting. Uh, we continue today from Psalm 25. Again, I would like to remind somebody listening that the Psalms are not like uh, a charm. The Psalms are not like you know, like some people. The way some people read, use the Psalm. I have known people who will tell you that if you are looking for protection, just learn, just learn Psalm 23. And so, anytime that you are scared, you just have to recite Psalm 23. I've you know had people say, for example, if you are looking for deliverance or you have to do you know just chant psalm 90 and 91 and then you will be you will be delivered or you want to say a prayer of you know of trust in god for example does come and you know chant psalm 22 there are people who will even read psalms in water read psalms over food that's just plain foolishness okay that was not what God intended the Psalms to be about. Like you would already be aware or you would already know that the Psalms were David's own relationship with God. Okay? 
they were his own walk with God. As he walked with God, as he experienced things, uh, these were the words he said to God. So they are not intended, you know, uh, as a as a talisman or as a charm for you to use against specific things. No, they are supposed to grow your own relationship with God. You could read them and learn, okay? Because yes, David was a man just like you and I. So you could read them and learn about the character and the person of God, okay? And how maybe God relates and reacts in specific situations. But like uh, the tale of Job, you would have learned that with everybody, okay, there will be something different, okay? So the Psalms are there to tell us about the character of God our own maybe our own relationship with god you know a lot of the psalms the psalm 23 that we read yesterday talking about you know god being your shepherd yes it's a psalm of protection you can read and declare that you are you know god is your shepherd but it should come from a place of lord i know that you are here with me okay not that you want to use it as a talisman it doesn't work like that okay so don't use the bible like that don't use the word of god like that the word of god is not going to protect you by putting it under your bible no it you it protects you by end it entering into your heart and then it becomes the leverage the you know the source of your relationship with god that is how you find protection okay so i'm um, very important i don't know why i thought to say that this morning all right let's read psalm 25 26 27 28 and 29 and if we can psalm 30 today all right get your bibles let's go it says oh lord i give my life to you wow okay i give my life to you have you given your life to god if you want to give your life to god give your life to jesus jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no one can come to god unless they come through me so you want to give your life to god give your life to jesus david said oh lord i give you my life i give my life to you okay so when you were trying to take david's life you there is no need you can't find it it's in god's hand okay and because it's in god's hand god will keep him since i trust in you my god uh, do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat okay do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Did you hear that? No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. I, I almost had someone say, Pastor, are you sure? Yes, I am sure. No one who trusts in God is ever disgraced. I'm telling you that people might lack understanding, understanding of times, understanding of season. I love this great evangelist Ebenezer Obe, who says that Aimasikolunda Mueda or Milowa Oluwaloa. In other words, it is a lack of understanding of seasons and times that gives men a problem. But I know that my times and my in my life is in God's hands. Okay? So usually because of a lack of understanding, sometimes some people give up. You know, they give up too early because they lack understanding of times. And so uh, when they are, they are, they are, that's, that deliverance came, when the answer came, 
for that thing that they are trusting God for and they were not there anymore okay they had moved on to something else or they are putting their trust in someone else okay so listen this morning no one who trusts God who trusts God will be disgraced okay put your trust in God I am one of those who have told God ah, father I will trust you and enter the grave with my trust and eh? I will trust you as I close my eyes in death, I will continue to trust you. I would rather come to you like that, all right, than, than give up and then uh, live, live longer. I hope that will be your own commitment. David said in 4, show me the right path, O God. Point out the road for me to follow. Uh, lead me by your, by your truth and teach me for you are the God who saves me. All day I put my hope in you. I'm saying to someone this morning, put your hope in God. Yes, put your hope in God. I'm telling you, you can be sure. Put your hope in God. He will not fail you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. Ah, this guy, eh? David said, don't remember when I did not know you. Remember, look, eh, my love for you, my love for you today. This guy was just a lover of God. Now I'm asking you this morning, are you a lover of God? Hmm. Don't be like those who think God is following them about, you know, trying to remember every wrong thing that they have done. God does not have time for that. Mm? Mm. Instead, you focus your love, your love for God. Focus your love on him. And I'm telling you, you will see blessings. He says the Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the, uh, the proper path uh, to those who go astray. The Lord is good and he does what is right. Don't let anybody deceive you. God does what is right. God is not wicked. Mm? God is not evil. Don't fall into that trap of, of, of Job. Don't let your situation lie to you that God is evil, that God does the wrong things. No, God never. The Bible says that he cannot tempt people with evil. <laughs> no, he cannot tempt people with evil. But listen, this morning, God does what is right. He says he leads the humble in doing, good, doing right and teaching them his way. God will lead you this morning in the name of Jesus. It says the Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keeps his covenant and obey his demands. He leads with unfailing love and, and faithfulness. 11 says for the honor of your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins. And I'm telling you, David had many, many sins. You see that the guy is very... <laughs> The guy is very humorous, right? The guy said, my many, many sins. You just read your Bible and you are wondering, compare David and Saul, King Saul, for example. What did Saul do against God? Very, sometimes, very, the only thing I can accuse Saul for is just a lack of trust. He could just not trust God. And how many human beings can trust God? Okay, So it wasn't because it was something really big that he did wrong. He just lacked this this trust and a low self-esteem that was Saul and God got to a point God said he would not forgive him now compare that to David compare the number and the amount of sins that David did David took somebody's wife slept with the person 
committed murder, killed the person. David did all manner of things. Okay, you know, look at the way you know this, the way he treated the situation when Tamar was 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 raped. You know, for example, I'm telling you, did David did many terrible things. Still, God forgave him. Why? Because David was a lover of God. I'm telling you, David was truly a lover of God. So I'm saying this to someone this morning, okay? God is not watching after your many, many sins. God loves you and he wants you to express that love back back to him. 12 says, who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. Do you fear God this morning? God will show you his path. 13 says they will live in prosperity and their children will inherit the land. I thought you would say amen. Yes, you will live in prosperity. Because you fear God, though, you will live in, in prosperity. Your children will inherit the land in the mighty name of Jesus. He says the Lord is a friend to those who fear him. He teaches them his covenant. My eyes are always stood on the Lord, for he rescues, rescues me from the trap of my enemies. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. I'm telling you, David just understood God. He knew that, look, when I call on God and I express, you know, my, my heartfelt prayer to God, God will come true for me. And so despite everything David was going through, David was able to express his heart felt confidence and faith in God. He says, for he rescues me from the trap of, of my enemies. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Ah, I don't know about you, but David is literally talking about some people I know. David is talking about me. Yes, my problems go from bad to worse. But I can trust God. I trust you, Lord, that you will come true for me. And God will come true for me, for you, in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, feel my pain and see my troubles. Forgive all my sins. See how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Protect me. Rescue my life from them. And do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. O God, ransom Israel from all its trouble. I don't know about you, but declare with me to get to this morning. I put my hope. Yes, I put my hope in you, O God. Yes, Lord, we put our hope in you. We put our confidence in you. Lord, we know that you will come true for us. The Lord will come true for you. As you trust the Lord, the Lord will deliver you. He will not fail you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, let's go to Psalm. Psalm 26. Psalm 26 is also a psalm of David. You understand the reason why it seems people think all of the psalms were written by David, right? Almost every single psalm we read until now were all written by David. Yes, but Psalm 26 was likely written when David was trying to escape from, from, from Absalom. Okay? Was trying to you know, escape from As- Absalom. And so you when you can read this psalm when you are thinking about committing yourself to god you know and trusting that god will deliver you in the face of opposition okay i don't know whether someone is listening this morning you are surrounded by opposition on every side at uh, this 
psalm will be great comfort to you. Psalm 26 says, I de- uh, declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart. So, like I said, you know, um, <clears throat> Absalom obviously, obviously had a grudge against his father. Okay, his own brother had raped his 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 own sister Tamar, and because the, David did not do anything, uh, Absalom had planned that he was going to kill Amnon. Yes, he was going to kill Amnon, and he planned it, you know, for two years until he he, he killed uh, killed killed Amnon, and then ran away on exile, stayed with his uncle, you know, uh, his 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 mother's you know uh, parents until when he returned, and when he returned, you know what you. Know, the story of how he then conspired you know with Abner and sacked David and sacked David out of out of the palace. David is saying here that test my motives and my heart. Understand that look, I was not just being, you know, uh, uh, trying to just, you know, favor Amnon. Yes, I was not just trying to do as if cover up, you know, his sins, for example. No, you know, um, Father, he says, test, test, cross-examine my, uh, examine my heart. Cross-examine me, you know, test my motives and my heart. Says, for I am always aware of your unfailing love and I have lived according to your truth. Says, do not do not spend i do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites i hate the gathering of those who do evil and i refuse to join in with the wicked i wash my hands to declare my innocence i come to your altar O lord singing a song of thanksgiving and telling of all your wonders i love your sanctuary lord the place where your glorious presence dwell do not let me suffer the fate of sinners don't condemn me along with murderers i'm telling you as he was running and you know carried his children carried solomon himself you know running away from from absalom david was penning a psalm is the guy normal at all no <laughs> yes david was not normal at all david was not a normal like the normal person he was going through trouble and in the midst of trouble he was writing a psalm to god he says i love your sanctuary lord in other words god i want to be back here in your presence so i trust you you will bring me back to this place that was what david was saying it was only a matter of that a time god was going to sack absalom he says do not let me suffer the fate of sinners don't condemn me along with murderers he says their hands are dirty with evil schemes and they constantly take bribes but i am not like that I live with integrity. So redeem me and show me mercy. Now I stand on solid ground and I will I will publicly praise the Lord. David is say, he's saying, Lord, I am standing on solid ground. Who is the solid ground? Yes, it is G- it is Christ. It is God himself. David said, because I am standing on you, I know that I will publicly praise the Lord again. So now you will understand when David was, was running away and there was this was it Doeg or what was his name that was 
that was causing David. And David told this when they said, Ah, should we, should we kill him? David said, Leave him alone. Okay, let him curse. Let him curse on. Because David understood that he was standing on solid ground. So listen this morning. There are those I have met, eh? They cannot take, you see, the slightest abuse, the slightest wrong for, from people, they will react. When you are reacting like that, it is usually proof that you are not standing on solid ground, that your confidence, your trust is not in the Lord. When you trust God to be the one to defend you, when you trust God to be the one to answer your enemies, eh? Not you don't have to be the one to answer. When you trust God to be the one to answer, I'm telling you, sometimes you will hold, you will hold your peace. Yes, this is what David is saying to us this morning. And I know that God will come through for you. Okay, um, when you are going through those times where it seems that you are so unsure, put your trust in God and He will deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, let's go on to Psalm 27. This one is not so long, just 14, 14 verses. You know, David wrote this psalm, you know, to all, you know, asking God for help. Yes, asking God for help for today, help for the future. Lord, I know that you will help me. So, uh, do you need help from God? You don't just read this psalm, like a, I say again, like a talisman that you carry on you, but read it, you know, as you are trusting God for help. Read it and believing god that because help came for david help came for israel help will come true for you also in the name of jesus it says the lord is my light and my salvation so who should i be afraid why so why should i be afraid just please indulge me okay sometimes when we when i read i'm reading the new living translation but my head still reads out the new kjv or the kjv translation it says the lord is my light and my salvation so why should i be afraid david said why should i be afraid god is my light God is my salvation. I'm telling you, there are going to be times when you will face trouble. There are going to be times when you will face, you know, uncertainty. Ah, please remember, God is your light and your salvation. Understand, though, that God is your light. If you remember that God is your light, then you will remember that light and darkness have, do not struggle together. Hmm. The way some people behave, they behave as if they have seen situations when light and darkness are pushing one another. And then light will push darkness and darkness will push the light. Light will push darkness. Darkness will push the light. It does not work like that. When light comes, darkness disappears. If God is your light, oh, I'm telling you, you will see, wow, amazing things. David says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. I declare this morning, Lord, you are my light. Declare with me, Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Father, we say thank you. He says, the Lord is my fortress. Hey, this guy is is glorious he says the lord is my fortress protecting me from danger so why should i be why should i tremble Hmm? why should i tremble lord i am not afraid because you are my fortress my life is hidden in christ in god ha lord you are my fortress your life is hidden in christ in god god is your fortress do you know what that means you are hidden inside god 
it's like hiding something inside the house and telling somebody to go to go and bring it you are the one who eat it, who eat it too, and you tell them to go and bring it ah it will take them time mm. most times they can't even find it if you hide it very well they can't find it hide yourself inside god very well ah I'm telling you, the enemy will not be able to touch, touch you. He says, when evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Why? Because God is the one protecting you. So don't be afraid of, of people. Don't be afraid of their threats. Don't be afraid of their attack. They will stumble. They will fall. I thought someone would say amen. Yes, they will stumble, they will fall. It says, though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Oh, listen, oh, some people, small attack, small trouble, they are afraid. Small attack, small trouble, they lose their confidence in God. Uh-uh, no, listen, it is unlikely because your confidence was, was never in God in the first place. Listen this morning, put your confidence and your hope and your total trust in God. When you are attacked, the Lord will be there with you. He will, de- he will deliver you. You will not be afraid. I am praying for someone this morning in the name of Jesus. David said, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in his temple. David said, oh, this is the only thing I pray for that I will be in the presence of God. So for us today, we ourselves are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it was not, it's not about praying to want to go into the house of God to be in church, which is fine anyway. Okay, so you can, you can delight in going to church. But um, the true house of God though, is you. Yes, you are that temple that God is residing inside. So David said, I long for the time where I will come into the, pre- the house of God, into church to come and dance. For us, I long for the time where I can be in your presence just like we had this morning. Yes, that is what I delight in. That is what I pray about. I'm telling you, this guy was truly amazing. He says, delighting in the Lord's perfection and meditating in his temple. For he will, con- he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in the sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Do you hear this morning? For those who spend their time in the presence of God, God hides them from trouble. For those who stay with God, God hides them from danger. When the enemy is looking for you, they won't find you. You are in the presence of God. God will keep you in the name of Jesus. He says, then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Help me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, come and talk to me. And my heart respond, Lord, I am coming. Do you see this guy? This guy was a friend of God. Mm? I'm telling you. I don't know about you. The way God talked with David. There are very few people God talked to like that in the Bible. Maybe you could say maybe Moses. Uh, You could say maybe Abraham. But no one else could could give testimonies like this that God says come and talk to me <laughs> and they came to talk to God uh, listen God is waiting for you this morning to talk to him 
talk to God, he will talk to you. Eh? And praise him. He would, he would just be there with you and tell you, my son, my daughter, I am listening to you. And I'm excited with you. Ah, the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. We read yesterday, Psalm 22. Yes, as you praise him, God will be there, will be there with you. He says, do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Do, uh, don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Did you hear that? If people abandon you, God will not abandon you. He said, teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. God will lead you in the right path. Those enemies waiting for you, they will wait in vain in the name of Jesus. He says, do not uh, let me fa- fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath, breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living i will see the goodness of god in the land of the living you will see the goodness of god in the land of the living david says wait patiently for the lord and be brave and courageous yes wait patiently for the lord i feel as if david is talking to someone listening to me this morning wait patiently for god he will come true for you in the mighty name of jesus all right psalm 28 let's run it says david said i pray to you O lord my rock do not turn a deaf ear to me he says this one is a psalm of prayer okay so psalm 28 is a psalm of prayer you can read this one every morning i pray to you O lord my rock do not turn a deaf ear to me for if you are silent i might as well give up and die ha david in other words, Lord, I don't know whether you've been in that situation where you're trying to talk to your spouse and they're not <laughs> talking back, okay? And you're feeling, you know, anxious. David was like that, you know, talking as if he's talking to, to his wife. He says, I, Lord, when I talk to you and you are answering me as if you, you know, you can't hear me. Ah, he says, Lord, I might as well give up and die. Hmm. He says, listen to my prayer for mercy. As I cry out to you for help, as I lift up my hands towards your holy sanctuary, he says, Lord, I listen to my prayer. God will hear your prayer. God will hear you this morning in the name of Jesus. He says, do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, those who speak friendly words to their neighbors while planning evil in their hearts. Give them the punishment they so richly deserve. Measure it out in proportion to their wickedness. Pay them back for all their evil deeds. Give them a taste of what they have done to others. They care nothing for for what the Lord has done or for what his hands have made. So he will tear them down and they will never be rebuilt. Praise the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all my heart. I declare this morning, oh, the Lord is my own strength and my shield. The Lord is your strength and your shield. And I'm praying for you. Ah, you, God will not fail you in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, he helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. The Lord gives his people strength. He is a safe fortress for his anointed king. Save your people. Bless Israel, your special possession. Lead them like a shepherd 
and carry them in your arms forever. God will carry you in his arms forever in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm telling you and I'm praying for you this morning. God will not fail you in the name of Jesus. As you put your trust in God, your strength will not fail. Your hope will not fail because God will come true for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, let's finish this one by reading Psalm 29 this morning. Psalm 29 also, you know, David was just expressing the power of God in nature, in creation. So as we read through the psalm, okay, and just think about how great God is. This is also a psalm of David. It says, Honor the Lord, uh, honor the Lord, you heavenly beings. Honor the Lord for his glory and, and strength. Honor the Lord for the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord echoes above the sea. The God of glory thunders. Ha! The Lord thunders over the mighty seas. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord splits the mighty cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon mountains, skips like a, a calf. He makes Mount Hermon leap like a young white ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with bolts of lightning. The voice of the Lord makes the barren wilderness quake. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists mighty oaks and strips the forest bare. In his temple everyone shouts glory. So this was what God was, like the question God was asking Job. You speak now. Speak and let the thunder answer you. When God speaks to creation, creation stands as attention. Listen this morning. Your body is part of creation. Maybe you are sick this morning. Uh, all that needs to happen is for the voice of the Lord to come true. It's for God to, to speak into that situation. So I'm saying to you this morning, hold on to God. David said, the voice of the Lord tweets mighty oaks. Did you hear that? Mighty oaks and strips the, the forest bare. That is the voice of the Lord. It will strip this sickness out of your life. It will strip this pain out of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. It says in his temple, everyone shouts glory. Ha! Lord, we shout glory this morning. It says the Lord rules over the flood waters. The Lord reigns as king forever. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. I pray for you this morning. The Lord will bless you with peace in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy peace. You will, you will enjoy safety in the name of Jesus. You will not be afraid. Yes, I'm praying for you this morning. You will not be afraid. You will be sure. You will know exactly what to do. The Lord will give you strength this morning. Your strength will not fail you because it is from God in the mighty name of Jesus. Can we just go ahead and begin to thank God today? Uh, we are saying some prayers this morning. Lord, we say thank you this morning because indeed you are faithful. You keep your covenant. Lord, you will reign forever. So, Father, we trust this morning as we speak over our situations that your voice will come true. So, Father, we declare peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare safety in the name of Jesus. We declare that this season of pain comes to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we put our confidence and our trust in you. Father, we declare that our season of rejoicing has come. Our season of joy has come. Our season of provision has come. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. 
In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.